baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting for the great Charlie James. He returns on Tuesday. So you got me all week. Whoop, whoop. While Charlie gets some well-deserved time off. Always my privilege to spend time with y'all. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. I was just listening as I was preparing the show to my uh, buddy Jeff Katz, who I've known for 25 years, <laughs> filling in for Eric Erickson. He sounded great. Very talented guy. Can't believe I've known him so long. It's uh, hard to believe. Time flies, doesn't it? It definitely flies. A uh, lot to get to today. You know, I I hate to say it, but I got up at like three o'clock my time. Three o'clock this morning. I just I don't know. It's the curse of morning drive. It's you just wake up early. And uh, you know, I get up and I check the news and I see all these things. And sometimes you see a news story, and you think you look at it, you comment on it. I put something on it on Twitter about it Heidi Harris show on Twitter and then I thought eh, you know whatever well by the time a couple three four hours go by I walk my dog have my breakfast do some other things get back to my computer and I see this thing is blown up and this is a Delta staffer who told off a transgender person we're going to get to that in a second but first I want to say hello to Will my ace producer how are you buddy I am doing magnificent. Still, hold on. Let me get these headphones on so I can hear you back. Yeah, Excellent. Keep those on, buddy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the last piece of gear. <laughs> You're running around frantically getting the show ready, and I do appreciate that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, did you had you seen this story before I sent you the audio this morning? Oh no, I don't even. If it's on Twitter or X, I I probably haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's you know I. So what happened was this person was at the Delta counter. First of all, let me back up a second. I love to watch. I'm not a big fan of reality shows for the most part. Really don't like them. Most of them are not really based on any kind of reality, you know, whether it's, you know, sister wives or anything else. Or, you know, a lot of it's contrived. It's set up. I actually have a relative who works for one of those reality shows. She's so pleased. Not that one, but another one. She says, oh, it's all set up. Okay, whatever. I don't like them necessarily. I couldn't name one real housewife of anything, for example. I have no idea who these people are. But I have watched a thing. It's, is it called Airline or something? I don't know if it was a reality series that was done for a while. And it's kind of old. The episodes are old. But they show people behind the ticket counter at the airlines, you know, getting upset because they can't take their dog on. Getting upset because they're drunk and they won't let them on. Or they sh- a, a famous one is they show up late. They show up late and they give their seat away. And this kind of thing happens all the time. And I can tell you, I don't have the ability to do what these ticket agents do. And then they call the supervisor. Oh, and the supervisor, they're yelling at the supervisor. And the supervisor has a way of handling things that is truly incredible. I worked in customer service at one point in my life. And I can tell you that the customer ain't always right. And the last thing I'd want to do all day long is have people yell at me. And both, by the way... Most of the time when people yell at you in whatever occupation you're in, I don't care what you do. Most of the time when people yell at you, it's because of something they've done incorrectly, right? Whether they're yelling at a cop, and we'll get to a great story out of Baltimore about the retraining they're trying to give cops. 
Whether you're yelling at a cop, whether you're, you know, mouthing off to your parents when you're little, you know, it's because you screwed up most of the time, right? And you get defiant and, and you're, you know, upset about the fact that you've been called on it, whatever it is. You show up late to a plane because you couldn't get out the door in time or whatever. I can tell you that when I get on a plane, I am notoriously early, 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 early for a plane because I don't care if I have to sit in that little area. What do they call that outside the gate? I guess the gate area. I sit there for like an hour before I, I don't care. I would rather be an hour early than five minutes late for a plane because I don't want to be stuck somewhere. I don't want to sit. I don't want to lose my seat to somebody else because I don't check in on time. It is just not worth it to me. You can always sit and read a book, look at your phone, people watch, whatever. So much better to be early to, especially things like that. Movies, you know, planes, things like that. Anyway, so apparently, from what I can understand, this person went to the Delta counter and was trying to get on the plane and apparently was upset because I don't know if it's a he or she, and I'm not trying to be rude. Okay, just so you understand, if you've never heard of me or heard me feeling for Charlie or Tara or anything like I'm not going to make fun of transgender people. I, I will never do that. I don't understand it. Um, I am good with the sex I was born, but some people are not, and I understand. But... You can't expect the whole world to adapt to you. That's just not the way it goes. Everybody is not going to necessarily be able to look at you. They're not going to be able to look at you and, and identify you immediately as a woman or a man. Now, they, they should be. It, it, you know, some people look a little more masculine or feminine. I get that. But when the people who are a, a woman, for example, they're women and they want to become a man, they start taking these hormones. Well, they're not really a man. They're never going to be a man, but they're not really, maybe they don't have a beard yet, or maybe they're never going to have a beard, and they're not really that female yet, so we don't really know who you are. We just don't know. And I've run into people like that at you know, various stores and Starbucks and things like that, and I just say thank you very much, but I, don't, I stop myself from saying thank you, ma'am. Ma- ma- I don't want to say ma'am. I don't want to insult anybody. So I purposely don't do that. I'll just say thank you. I had a guy last year, I got a pizza for the Super Bowl, and there was a guy serving me. When I say guy, it was a guy with breast implants and nails that were two inches long, uh, the hair like a female, but he was very, very clearly a man. And that's okay. I mean, I walked in, he gave me my pizza. I said, have a great day. Thank you very much. I mean, so I want you to know I'm not picking on people like this. But what people forget is that the whole world is not obligated to... I don't know, salute you. They're not obligated to recognize your situation. And especially in an airport when what they want is conformity. Y'all line up the same. Y'all stick your luggage underneath the seat and it better fit. And if it doesn't, you're going to get in trouble. The last time I flew, I flew home. And you know how you have those expandable carry-on bags. You get that extra inch if you want it on the way home. Well, that was a capital crime. She made me check my bag. She looked at it and she said, it doesn't fit. I said, well, yeah, it will. She goes, no, it won't. Check it. I'm oh, so mad. So the, the point is they don't care about your individuality. They've got to get hundreds of people on and off planes every, you know, so often at these gates. They might have two or three gates in a boarding area. They've got to get hundreds of people on and off planes. They don't want to hear your nonsense. They don't. Nobody's special. We're trying to get you on a plane. And so this person shows up at the Delta counter and gets mad because the person was misgendered. Now, I saw a picture of this person, and it in the picture I saw, it's a woman with very obvious breast implants. 
So I don't know what this person looked like when they approached the checkout counter, but apparently they were upset. So here's how it went down. And it's hilarious because a lot of people are cheering this ticket agent on and a lot of, you know, some people are upset about it, but I think he handled it beautifully. Here's what he had to say. And what about when adults employee misgenders you so intentionally? Why she's talk, why he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also Well, okay. she did do it intentionally twice. Gotcha. You're talking to me too. You said she and then you said he. You're being condescending. And if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. And what about when adults employ? Okay, so anyway, you, you hear what's happening. So the person said, you intentionally misgendered me and this and that and the other. Okay. I, I don't know what to say to people. The person who's making the accusation is a transgender actress named Tommy Dorfman. All right. Tommy Dorfman, T-O-M-M-Y, spelled like a guy. I don't know what parts Tommy has. I don't. And by the way, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Apparently, Dorfman played a, a, a guy in a Netflix drama series, 13 Reasons Why, which I did not see. Came out as a transgender woman in 2021. But apparently, uh, the person was upset at LaGuardia. Da, 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 da. They, they, they apparently... Um, one person said they identify the person as Tristan. I, I don't know what happened, but I know this. The person, and I, this is not blown up on Twitter, and I hope they don't get rid of the, I'm, I'm sure they won't get rid of the person at Delta, who handled it beautifully, I thought. You don't have a right to insult ticket agents. And you know what's funny? And I got a big mouth. Y'all know I have a big mouth, right? The one thing I don't do is mouth off in the airport. You know why? Because they have all the power. They can keep me off the plane. I, I don't like dealing with the TSA people. I mean, not that they're all bad, but, you know, it's just I don't like taking my shoes off because that's stupid. And every time I do it, I get mad at Richard Reed, the shoe bomber. I don't like it. I don't like the whole thing. And I don't feel safer with the way they handle things a lot of times. Um, not that they're rude. I just get very irritated by the whole thing. Take your jacket off. Why? You can't see through my jacket? You know, you want me to get in that stupid thing that shows you an outline of my body and you can't see through my jacket? I mean, it's just insulting. All right. But I keep my mouth shut and keep a smile on my face because they have the power to keep me from going somewhere. And I guess the big issue is the whole world is not going to adapt to you. The whole world is not going to understand you. And nobody's obligated to understand you. And, and you know, we're not entitled to applause. That's really what it comes down to. So I've decided that from now on, when we don't know who you are, we're just going to call you your highness. How about that? Would that work? <laughs> All right. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is open. 71307. 71307. Put that in your phone. Put it under Charlie James. Put it under Tara. Put it under Bill Freight. 71307. Have it handy. If you ever want to comment, let me know what's going on. I'll get to your comments coming up here. But <laughs> I'm just trying to... We're just... The whole world just can't. And, and they say, oh, well, these people commit suicide in greater numbers. And I'm sorry about all that. But whether or not I misgender you is not the reason you're suicidal. You know, whether you're misgendered in school when you're 12 or misgendered at an airport when you're 35 and still have, by the way, you know, you look like a girl with whatever. <laughs> Much more to come on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. Charlie returns next week. He's having some well-deserved time off. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Rumble, too. Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. And you can find out about other things I do. Next hour, we're going to be joined by a person I haven't had the pleasure to know about. Oh, jeez, I've known him over 15 years. He's been a professional pollster for decades. And we're going to talk about Nikki Haley. Yesterday, I talked about her. I know y'all hate her. I get it. But I talked about her yesterday because there was a columnist in the Charlotte Observer talking about how, oh, you know, Trump might pick Nikki because he's nervous and this and that nonsense, okay? And so this pollster is going to join us to talk about Nikki, the likability factor, whether it matters if Trump picks her, will it benefit him? Uh, We talked a lot about that yesterday, and many of you had a lot of comments on the text line about some of you will not vote for Trump if he puts her on the ticket. And by the way, I saw a story today, Donald Trump Jr. apparently is very much against putting Nikki Haley on the ticket. Uh, So... I know it's not really being floated by Trump. It's being floated by everybody else. So we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up next hour with somebody who's not a hack for a certain candidate, but he's a pollster. He listens to what, wait for it, voters have to say, which is what more politicians should do. So that's coming up next hour. You don't want to miss that. We're talking about the Delta situation where a person who I guess was a man who now wants to be a woman, he doesn't really look like a woman, went to the Delta counter and was misgendered by somebody. I don't know. I only caught part of it because that's the only part they put online. Uh, When the agent, I guess someone was called who was a supervisor or something called over and and the person was whining, they misgendered me. They misgendered me again. Look at that. It was intentional. I mean, I... The problem is... When you can't even decide what sex you are, you got a, a mental problem that, you know, is not going to be solved by everybody calling you anything. If everybody suddenly starts calling you Ava and your real name was Evan, it's not going to change you. It's not going to fix you. It's not because what ails you is deeper than that. And, you know, you can't force the world to adapt to you, whatever it might be. You know, if you, let's say, for example, you, you know, you walk out of your house in the morning, all right? People are going to have an opinion about everything about you, right? What are you wearing? What kind of dog do you have? What are you driving? Uh, you know, whatever it might be. What are you listening to? Um, you know, if you're eating in a restaurant, what are you eating? Which restaurants are you going to? What kind of music do you listen to? Everybody's going to have an opinion about everything, And you are not entitled to walk out the door like you're running out onto a football field with people cheering you. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. But we have a lot of people now. And I don't know. I think it started at kindergarten graduation. You know, I, I really do. When I went to kindergarten, you know what I got after kindergarten? Are you ready? Two words. First grade. That's what I got after kindergarten. No ticker tape parade. Uh, no, you know, ceremony of any kind. I got first grade. We were out of kindergarten for the year. We had summer off, played in the, you know, summer doing the thing, went back to first grade. That's what it comes down to. 
And now they throw you a party when you graduate from kindergarten. You can put the lid back on a marker. You can put the crayon back in the box. Congratulations. Whoa, yeah. Look at my little five-year-old. People put it on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. So what we've done is we have taught a lot of people that they should expect to be applauded for the most mundane things in life. You know, they get up for school. Oh, yeah. They help with the dishes, whatever. My gosh, what are we doing here? Because the real world does not treat any of us like that. Any of us. You know, you get on the radio when I do my show every week, which I do on another Odyssey station. My boss doesn't, you know, applaud me. I'm lucky if I get an email, which is kind of good because, you know, I don't have to, I like my people I work with very much, but, you know, they, they don't have to babysit me. It's expected that I know how to do what I'm doing and that I'm going to sh- come on the air with something to talk about and will have actually done my work. I mean, in high school, you couldn't get me to do homework, but as a talk show host, this is what we do. You read up, you do this, you do that. It's expected. You want to stay in the business, you have to work. You know, no one's going to come up behind you and make sure you did your stuff. Look over your shoulder. Did you do your homework? Did you read all the stories? Did you go look at all the news sites? Did you do this? Did you do that? I mean, no matter what you do for a living, someone's not looking over your shoulder. But we're teaching people now, young people, that they should get an applause for everything. Texter, allowance for chores. You're allowed to live here. (laughs) Exactly. And if I had children, I do not. So it's easy for me to say everything because I know it all because I don't have kids. If I had children, I would teach my child, you know, you're a part of the family. You know, you're not a guest. This is not a B and B. All right. You are going to contribute to the family. This is what we do. You get up in the morning, you help with the dishes, you know, whatever, age appropriate stuff. Take the trash out. You do what you do because we're a team and we function like this. None of this nonsense. I'm how many kids don't get off the couch when their mom comes home with groceries or their dad? My husband happens to like grocery shopping. I hate it. I'm out of there in five minutes if I have to go. It's torture for me. He loves it. He'll, he'll go for like five things. He'll be there an hour. And I, I, he says I always call him when he's at the store. And I go, I do, because you take forever. I don't understand why it takes so long to get five things. He wanders around. He checks the app. You know, it's funny. Texter says, my daughter was a small child. I told her my job was to keep a roof over her head and food in her belly. Her job was to make good grades, right? Right. Exactly right. That's the only job you have when you're a little kid. And then you become an adult and you have all these other jobs. Texture. Chris Rock said, you want what you want? What do you want a cookie? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People do, though. And so now this need for applause and approval for every little thing you do is now transferred over to the people who think they're another sex and they want approval for everything they do. They I, I want to become another sex, which you can't. But, but I want approval for that. No, no, you don't get that. I'm not going to be rude to you, but no, you don't get me to applaud you. It didn't work that way. Jeez Louise. Speaking of, California is now going to find stores that don't have a gender-neutral kids' toy section. Not even making that up. That and much more coming up here on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. If you can name that tune, right? Jay Ferguson, Thunder Island. Are you trying to trip me up, Will? (laughs) 
That's a classic. I, I don't know that he ever had another hit other than that one, but that's a great one. You know, listen, look how well you can do with one hit in the world, right? People do well. So uh, anyway, it's good to be here this afternoon. And for Charlie James, I'm Heidi Harris, as the little liner said. And I'll be here all week for Charlie. And Charlie returns next week. He's taking some well-deserved time off. All right, we're talking about this situation where a person who was, I guess, originally a man and now wants to be a woman is upset because somebody, the Delta ticket counter, misgendered him, her, I don't know. I'm not being disrespectful, please understand. I'm not picking on people. I, I don't I don't know what to say because if you are still a female and you're taking the hormones and you're trying to turn into, you're never going to turn into a male, but you're trying to look, I don't know what, at what level, I don't know what you still have under your, okay, you know. Do I need to get into this? No, I don't. Anyway, the world is not obligated to applaud everything you do is my point. So listen to this along the same lines of culture, which is my favorite topic. And don't forget, by the way, coming up next hour, we're going to talk with a professional pollster about the Nikki Haley situation, her likability, whether or not uh, Trump should pick her. And he's not a a hack. He's going to tell you what voters say about her. And that's important because a lot of politicians don't want to listen to the voters, but they should because those are the people who get left behind a lot of times. They They want this. No, they don't. They say they want that. Oh, okay. So we'll get to that coming up next hour. You don't want to miss that. California, which is a crazy state anyway, we know that. How many people in the upstate have moved from California, right? How many have flooded in? And, you know, of course, Carolinas are beautiful. But California is beautiful too. But it's just got so many terrible laws and such stupidity that it drives you crazy. But California stores with more than 500 employees will soon be fined for not having a gender-neutral toy section. Once this new state law kicks in January 1st, apparently uh, he he signed this, Gavin Newsom, in 2021. And they've been kind of putting it off, but now they're going to enact this. It's going to force stores that sell child care items or toys to pay a $500 fine should the store fail to create a gender-neutral toy section for kids 12 years old and under. And what's so interesting about that is if you put a bunch of kids, in, let's say you put all the toys, let's, let's just pick a bookstore, for example, you know, a Barnes and Noble or something, and you've got a big area in the back for the kids, okay? And they have books for the kids and they have stuffed toys for the kids and all this stuff, right? So if you took that area and you just put a bunch of toys in the back of it all over the place, you know, randomly, boys side, girls side, you, you, you'd have the girls going to the girls things, the boys going to the boys things. It's not that boys can't pick up a Barbie, or girls can't pick up a truck, but we know what little kids do generally. We just know how it works. But apparently, according to a ch- uh, the legislation, a child care item means any product designed or intended by the manufacturer to facilitate sleep, sleep, relaxation, or the feeding of children, or to help children with sucking or teething. I, I'm, What? I mean, I saw this already, but I'm looking at the, I'm trying to figure out, reading it the second time here, uh, what they even mean. I, I don't even know what that means. I mean, are we talking about teething rings that are not blue or not pink or whatever? And of course, business owners are upset about this, obviously. According to the legislation, keeping similar items that are traditionally marketed either for girls or boys separated makes it more difficult for the consumer to compare products and incorrectly implies that their use by one gender is inappropriate. Now that's hooey, and I clean that up for the air. That's hooey. 
you know, I, I do nursery at my church once a month, and a lot of the toys in there I've brought, little things, everything from those plastic houses that you can buy, you know, those ones that people put in their backyards, those little plastic houses, they're, they're really fun. I got one at a yard sale. The kids love it. I had no idea. You couldn't get it through a door until I bought it. And I went, oh, I have to take it apart to get it in the door. <laughs> it's not designed for inside. Okay. Kids love it. Girls and boys playing it. Girls and boys playing a lot of the stuff that I get them. I got them a little, uh, a little box. It's like a little wooden toy, a little box. Looks like a toolbox, like a, a, you know, somebody would carry to work. And it's got, you know, nuts and screws and things like that. It's all wood. The girls pick them up as much as the boys do. <laughs> you know, give them a choice, but this idea of separating things is ridiculous. It's just stupid. Proponents of the law say it will eliminate gender discrimination and stereotypes about boys and girls. California Democrat lawmaker Evan Lowe, the author of the legislation, said we need to stop stigmatizing what's acceptable for certain genders and just let kids be kids. Who's stigmatizing? Does anybody know any parent that's going to yank a Barbie out of their kid's Hands. I mean, I had Barbies when I was a kid. I had a Barbie motorhome and everything. And my brother threw it down the stairs. Uh, you know, <laughs> text her. I played with my sister's Barbie when I was a young boy. It was to take my red paint and give all of her Barbies measles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, girls are girls and boys are boys. And like I said, you can play with anything you want to. But, and when I was a kid, I was a, a real tomboy. I played with the boys out. I was out chasing lizards and building forts and in the desert and all the things that I was doing as a little kid. I was not the one, the little girl who would ever have worn a tutu to school. Now you see these little girls and they'll wear like a t-shirt, a tutu to school. <laughs> Apparently that's appropriate. It's okay with me, but I never would have done that when I was a kid. I was not doing any of that stuff. Much, very much a tomboy. But that doesn't mean I didn't like my Barbies and my dolls. So, you know, kids should be allowed to play with whatever they want to, but forcing stores to make it more complicated. Let's say you only have daughters and you know you're going to waste your time. Your kids don't want the trucks. They might play with somebody's truck if they don't have a lot of toys or they're at somebody else's house or whatever. But you know it's going to save you time to go down the aisle where the girl's stuff is. I mean, it's just, you know... Let the customers decide whether this is a good idea or not. The customers should be able to go in there. If they want to complain and say, we want the store set up another way, then I can see that. But, you know, this is California. <laughs> this is why people leave California in droves. I loved it that Ron DeSantis, he had the best line at the debate when he talked about Gavin Newsom's in-laws having left California. I mean, that you can't argue with that. What do you say? Because California is a beautiful state. Nobody leaves there because it's not pretty. Nobody leaves there because the weather's not great. They leave there because they can't live there. Because it's too expensive and too, you know, regulated. Everything is right. And they don't, you know, they don't handle things like they're supposed to, like the fires and the thing, other things that go on. They don't handle their resources. I'm telling you, California, if California didn't get federal money, they would be like Haiti. You know, you've got Haiti, you've got the Dominican Republic on the same rock, right? What's the difference? The difference is the, the government, obviously. California, I swear, would be like Haiti. The way they waste resources, the way they overtax, overregulate, strangle everybody. They're, it's getting to the point where there's nobody left except people who have lots of money and the people who mow their lawns. And there's nobody in between. It's getting to that point that the middle class, I mean, a middle class house is 
a million dollars in some places. Crazy. So I, it's just nuts. And that's why people are flooding the upstate, Carolinas in general, getting out of there. And it's, uh, you know, and I don't mind people moving as long as they don't move with their liberal attitudes. That's the whole problem. When people move from California, you want to stop them before they get off the plane or pull into town in their motor, their uh, U-Haul or whatever and say, excuse me, do you know why you left California? Don't move here and ruin my state with your liberal thinking and wanting regulations for everything and taxes for everything. Don't do that. That's why we're here. That's why you were there. Don't come here and do that. Until a lot of people feel a lot of states are being ruined by not all Californians are bad. My mom lives there. It's a great state uh, in some ways. Some people I know who live there are great. But the point is, when they move out of state, they have to remember why and promise not to replicate that. <laughs> and then we'll accept them, right? Right. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back. Always a privilege sitting here for the great Charlie James as he takes some well-deserved time off during the holidays. This is the week that a lot of people in media take off uh, throughout the country. I used to take this week off when I did radio five days a week. And you know, it's, just, it's kind of like a gentleman's agreement. And a lot of people take off. And so you'll see a lot of news stories will start to break next week when people are all just, you know, hanging around. Things are happening, but they're not being reported on as much as they should be this week. We were talking about this whole idea of separating boys and girls sections in California. They want to combine them. They don't want you to have a girls section and a boys section. And listen, nobody's saying you can't play with the other things. If you're a girl and play with trucks and you're a boy, you play with Barbie. I mean, who cares? I don't think most parents care. By the way, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is always open, 71307. 71307. Text I had three brothers. I was the only girl. I played with a doll every now and then, but my favorite toy was a Tonka truck. And those are good and you can't kill them. <laughs> Texter, I traded some of my Barbies with a with a boy to get G.I. Joe, his guns, and his boat. <laughs> have you seen that new divorced Barbie? Have you seen that one, Will? I have not. Yeah, she comes with all the Ken's things. But I'm bumped. What? I, I'm sorry. I was getting the getting the cans on. What was that again? I said she comes with all of Ken's things. You know, all right. The, oh. truck, the, the house. But I'm But I'm bumped. Yeah. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> Unfortunately, the courts are not very favorable to men. It's a whole other topic for another day. Also, let me remind you, coming up next hour, in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to a professional pollster. We're going to talk about the Nikki Haley thing because Nikki Haley continues to be floated as a possible vice presidential running mate to Trump. And a lot of people have said since day one that Nikki Haley's always been running for vice president. Uh, Trump's not really saying that, but other people are saying, oh, she could be it. She could be the ticket. There was a story I talked about yesterday in the Charlotte Observer about, uh, oh, Trump's getting nervous. So he's talking about Nikki. I don't see Trump getting nervous, but, you know, people would like to think that, wouldn't they? And then, of course, you've got people like Donald Trump Jr., who apparently is going to put the kibosh on any talk of Nikki. And a lot of you yesterday told me on the text line, you're not going to, a lot of you said you weren't going to vote for Trump if you pick Nikki. You love Trump, but you're not going to vote for him with Nikki. Because you know that if he puts her on the ticket, she's going to be possibly the next president. Right? If Trump were to win 
and you're going, whoa, wait a minute, I don't want that. So it's an interesting conundrum we have here. So we're going to talk with a professional pollster about that coming up here at the top of the hour, so don't miss that. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see what goes on with that whole thing. Uh, by the way, wanted to, to mention this story that our news guys have been talking about. The Tegu lizards. You know what a Tegu is, Will? That are loose and apparently people are dropping them loose in Greenville. I, I had to look it up when I heard it. Uh, and it looks like a little, like a, a chubby little Komodo dragon. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot smaller than Komodo dragons, but they are. I love reptiles. I've had many snakes and lizards over the course of my life. So I wouldn't have a Tegu. They're pretty nasty, though. The ones I've seen are just nasty. I went to a snake show a year ago. They had a snake show in Vegas, and I went to the show, and this guy had an anaconda out, and he was holding it. It was about, wasn't very big. It was about four feet long, you know, which is tiny for an anaconda. And I said, oh, no, I'm not touching that. I know how mean they are. He goes, oh, no, she's nice. I said, really? So I picked her up, and she bit me right on my finger. I said, you see, I told you. <laughs> the guy and it was bleeding like crazy because she got me right on the knuckle you know they don't have long teeth or anything but oh my gosh the guy was devastated and i was just laughing i said i told you they were nasty they're anacondas they're mean anyway people please don't dump your wildlife or your pets that you get at the store into the wild please don't do that because they become invasive species this is what's happening in florida with all these snakes i love snakes but they're an invasive species all these pythons are taking over and eating everything. So please don't do that. And if you do see a tegu or something that doesn't look like a native lizard, please call somebody. If you can't pick it up because they move pretty fast, then call somebody, please, and report it. Uh, just don't do that. You know, whether it's lizards, turtles, you know, don't dump your pets like that. Come on. It's not nice. First of all, they don't fare that well in a place they're not, you know, native to. And you don't want to be doing that. So there's your, your your message for me today. All right, coming up next hour, we are going to talk about Nikki Haley and her likability and, uh, you know, what possible effects she could have if she were on the ticket. That's coming up. The text line's always open. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. GS Plumbing Talk Line 800-905-0989. I'm Heidi Harris. Follow me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Heidi Harris Show coming right back on The Charlie James Show. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.